What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of Chicken Bone Alley, brought to you by SRI Performance Stock Car Steel and Aluminum, Draco Springs, Earl Ramey Racing Engines, our buddy uh, Randy Keene with RK Motorsports Consulting at SRI. What's up? I'm David. I'm Sterling. What's up, y'all? I don't even know it. Can't call it. Can't call it. Can't call it. Boy. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. I'm hot still. Playing softball. <laughs> yeah. But not even playing softball. Just throwing softball. We we've been we've been warming up, been practicing, getting ready for our our uh we're coming out of retirement. Or I am anyway. Coming out of retirement. Softball. David's probably plays it since I'm coming up from my rookie year. What are you talking about? Right, well, that's true. That's true. <laughs> there you go. So I'm coming back out Rookie of Rookie year 35. <laughs> to play uh, some some church league softball. So we're going to try it out and see what happens. <laughs> hey, I mean, there's some, you know, some pretty big names. I mean. Pretty uh, big names. You better watch what's, what's the big names in there? Uh, I don't even know, but there's going to be <laughs> some they're big, big They're big. Hey, I bet there's some, you know, there, there's some probably some. I look, there are probably some college guys. Probably. Tech or something yeah. that's going to be playing in it and going to just. Look at the ball and hit a home run. Okay. Well. Just look like um Barry Sanders out there. Yeah. Barry, are you doing drugs? <laughs> exactly. He's uh, just looking at him. Yeah. It's uh <laughs> Barry Bonds. I'm sorry, not Barry Sanders. Barry Bonds. Barry Sanders pretty good too. Uh oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. But so we're looking forward to that, man. It's gonna be the only downfall about it is, you know, is our 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 revamp year, getting back into softball, is going to be during the hottest part of the year. So, you know, yeah, kind of like play like spring, spring ball, ball or, or fall ball. ball. We're just going to yeah. just break break out right up in the middle. Summer of ball. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> but it'll be good. Though. I'm looking forward to it. I'm ready. I'm excited, man. Regardless if you work out or not, you're going to burn off some some weight. Regardless, I mean, just oh yeah, you'll definitely be sweat it off, sweating. <sighs> so, uh, yeah, looking forward to that, man. It's gonna be a lot of fun. It's yeah, gonna we, be fun. We had our first, uh, had our first <laughs> <laughs> practice today. Unofficial practice. Unofficial practice. Just you know, mess little break-ins and stuff. Yeah, y'all good jazz there. So, uh, so yeah, I'm still, uh, I'm still sweating. <laughs> I just got took a shower and I'm still sweating. So that ain't good. But yeah, it's uh, man, it's been hot. Speaking of today, hot. But Saturday it was hot, and not even where we where it should be hot. No, 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 no. Um, as y'all heard last week, ladies and gentlemen, we uh, decided to take off and haul buggy up to Ohio. Yeah, to see the dream sure at Eldora. Yeah, it was awesome, man. It was really, really, really cool and last minute deal, like you say. And um, we weren't able to drive and see much so we decided to fly and get there a little quicker and be able to see two nights or mostly two nights that was pretty neat be able to get there in time to do that um well first of all let's talk about the flight here it was wonderful well it was for the most part we left out of florence Mm -hmm. florence is a hop skip and a jump from charlotte by plane well 22 minutes. Well, that's what it was supposed to be. Yeah, coming home, it was... Go, yeah. Supposed to be 20 minutes, 22 minutes. Going up there, and it ended up taking... 
what was it about 45 50 minutes something like that yeah we rode around in a big circle and we had to sit on the runway for ever yeah ever and ever and uh so that took a little while well our plan was when we left out friday we had a about a what was it, about an hour and a half yeah it's supposed to be an hour and a half layover in charlotte well there's a whiskey river in in the airport, so we was going to go get us something to eat at Whiskey River. In the E-Terminal. In our terminal, right where we were landing. We was like, we got an hour and a half, we got plenty of time, we can eat, and our plane leaving out was in the same terminal. Perfect timing. Perfect. Well, we get there. This line to Whiskey River, I'm pretty sure people just check in through security just to go eat there. Oh, yeah. I don't think they're even flying out nowhere. Mm-mm. Because there was people lined up down the hall to go to Whiskey River. Yeah. 100%. So so that ruined that plane. Didn't make it there. So we went to some uh, Chinese place. Or Panda something. Express. Yeah. It was pretty good. I will say it was all right. It was filling. I mean, it was, yeah, very. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it wasn't too bad. So we at least got something from there. But, um. But, dude, I swear they build another building every time I come oh, yes. to Charlotte Airport. Uh, and I, I'm going to tell you, I can, I'm glad they got a whole lot of signs around that place because yeah. I could get lost so easy in there. Yeah, you really can. You <laughs> definitely can. But, uh, great day is growing so much in there. But uh, It's insane. But then we go to leave out, out of Charlotte, heading to Dayton, Ohio, where we're flying into. We go to sit down. There is, I look, and there is another pilot sitting back just in regular seats with us. Yeah, he lived in Dayton and going home for the weekend, he said. Right, right. Well, the reason we know all this is because there was a woman who sat behind him and quiet was not a function of hers. No, I'm 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 pretty sure she wanted the whole entire plane to know her conversation and her uh education of every sort that she has ever taken. Yes. So we learned all about this lady and she is a semi scared pilot. Yeah. Semi. Uh she she is uh she had it going on. But the uh the interesting thing about the whole deal was I guess where you were getting to was was the pilot and her talking back and forth. Yeah, that's, that was um, non-stop. <laughs> yeah, non-stop. But he was pretty. It was pretty intelligent conversation that I was listening to Bart over there. But the his that, half of it. Well, yeah, his half. But the thing that kind of got me the most was he said, "Yeah, I fly six days a week, and I get uh, um, I get air sick. I get <laughs> motion, motion sick. sickness. <laughs> huh? Huh?" <laughs> You get what? I'm glad he ain't flying our plane. <laughs> glad you sitting back here with us. Is all I can tell you. Dang. But uh, yeah. But anyway, it was uh, that was a quick flight too. We were we were like 30 minutes late leaving, and I think dude took off wide open because we got there in an hour. I, I'm pretty sure he was wide open the whole time because I don't know about you, but I literally felt like we were climbing the entire time, and I think it's just he had headed in the wind. So he was getting it, bro. 
getting it. <laughs> I think had a pin back in the seat the whole time. Yeah. He, he said it's going to be a little bumpy, but we'll be all right. <laughs> yeah. He, uh, he got us there quick. So that was cool. But um, went into Dayton International for the first time. I've never been there. And um, nice airport. Kind of deserted, though. It was, for it to be an international That's airport. That's what I was thinking. I was like, for international airport, this thing sure is dead. There's number, there was nobody. I mean, there was... I don't remember now, but there was like eight or so different flights going out of there. Yeah. At one time, uh, when I look, but I don't know. When we went through security coming back, I mean, there wasn't 20 people in line with us. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. That's it. I mean, we walked right through pretty much. So, I don't know. It was a, it was a interesting, short, quick trip. Oh yeah, but it was fun. We had a good time. We got, um, we rented <laughs> a go kart. <laughs> we rented a four seater go kart, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure that your uh, your uh, old go kart you used to have your little five horse Briggs motor was stronger than that little go-kart oh, we I'm, had. I'm, I'm quite positive of that. Great. Day in the morning, man. We had to get that thing wound up. <laughs> I bet it's still ticking down right now from, <laughs> from us riding that thing, dude. But, uh, I would not buy that car after <laughs> when it gets through with Enterprise. No. <laughs> Just from our no. us. Mm-mm. Pretty sure I stretched the throttle uh, spring out a little bit. <laughs> that thing was wound tight the entire time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Getting it, bro. All 65. <laughs> getting getting it. E-brake works good too, son. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah, so anyway, we got our we got our uh got to Dayton and got our rental car. And uh that was like seven thirty. We were leaving the airport, so we had an hour ride uh to get to the racetrack. And the uh I think the heat races are starting at eight, so we were gonna be like thirty minutes late. Yeah. Um, those four heats, I believe. I can't remember. Anyway, we missed a couple heats, um, but we got there. And let me tell you what, Eldora's in the middle of nowhere, cuz. <laughs> very, very, very much so. It is out in... I I, I don't know where... <laughs> you, you about like Dorothy when you get there. Ain't in Kansas no more. Well, it reminds me. Ain't nowhere no more. And and I told you that it did. It really reminds me of Kansas or somewhere like that. I've never been to Kansas, but I've seen pictures. But it kind of reminds me of that. It's flat and it's nothing. Fields and it's fields and it's corn and it's whatever else. And there's turkey farms. (laughs) That smell. I'm gonna let y'all know. Wonderful. I hope everybody's listening to this part. 11 minutes in. Make sure you turn your thing on recirculate when you're in the vicinity (laughs) of a turkey farm. It takes a long time to get that out of your nostrils and your vehicle's nostrils. Chicken farms ain't nothing compared to a turkey farm. (laughs) This was a big old turkey farm. It was a big old turkey farm. And, And, you know, a lot of the turkey farms I've passed before and even chicken farms around here, they're like, Quarter half mile off the road, way back there. Uh-uh. No, no, this, this is right, right here. It's like, yeah, it's right there. Boom, <laughs> right there. That was rough. <laughs> it was, but I'm gonna tell you what. I think they apparently um, take some of that manure from 
the turkey farm there and mm-hmm. take it down to the racetrack. I'm pretty sure they put it in a tunnel. I'm pretty <laughs> sure they put it on the racetrack. I'm pretty sure they put it in a couple of porta johns I went in. I don't know. But it's a bad, woo, that's some stank stuff, bro. Uh, it, I don't know if it's just the dirt, the mud, whatever it is around there. Don't get me wrong. I like the door. I would love to go back. I will go back tomorrow if I have the chance. But that is some stinking dirt around there. Yeah. I don't know what it was. But it was good though. It was uh it was a it was definitely an experience for sure. Um the whole weekend. So I'm glad we were able to do it for, for, for you know <laughs> unfortunately it's not something that we can go do every week. Um wish we could, wish we could afford to do that every week. But oh, yeah. we kinda pick one a year and well, naturally, we try to do Florida every year. We may switch that up, maybe save some time with that. But who knows? We'll see. But last year, we went to Portsmouth, Ohio. <laughs> and now we're uh, – this year, we used our uh, our one and gun or whatever you want to say and went to Eldora, which is uh, by far the best dirt facility I have ever seen by oh, far. Yes. Oh, yes. Everything they got there. Not even counting the track. I mean, we ain't even getting into the racing or the track itself. Just everything that's there. I know everybody always talks about if you haven't been there, you know, you really need to go see what it's about because they got anything you want around there. They got uh, the boulevard, as they call it down there, with all the T-shirt trailers and everything else at it. And, I mean, they're just, shoot, it was probably what? 20, 30, 40 maybe trailers. A lot of them. I'll put it that way. There are a lot of trailers. Selling t shirts. They were all over the place, yeah, for around sure. there. And then I mean stands everywhere. I mean, you got places to sit. You can see the majority of track from most places around outside of the track. Um we sat in turn one one time and it was hard to see turn one and two. Yeah, you couldn't really see who turn one and two. And the wind was blowing by that time. Thank the good Lord that the wind started I was blowing. I was, I was glad. I am so thankful for wind by that point. But, yeah, when we sat down there, the wind was blowing that way, and it was a little rough down there. But Yeah. Um, but, but it's still really cool, though. I mean, you can see anywhere in the world, anywhere around the racetrack, you can see. Um, just sitting where we were, you couldn't really see them up against the wall in, in one and two. But. Right, which I imagine was that same way, probably sitting in three and four. Yeah, I'm sure. So, uh, but, I mean, there's anything around there. Like I said, there's T-shirts to buy, there's souvenirs to buy. There's, literally, if you want to, there's bars around there. Yeah, there's bars, there's restaurants, there's... And, and what restaurants. I will say, and what, what I will give them as opposed to any other big race that we typically go to um and dirt tracks do a whole lot better at this anyway we went by the concession stand i happened to look at the prices not bad prices at all no i mean like two dollars three bucks for a cheeseburger i mean that's that's completely doable definitely good definitely really uh really reasonable and man great day and joker stayed packed the whole time yes yes it did one thing I will say before we get too far along or wherever else, and while we're speaking about the concession stands, one thing I say they need. Tony Stewart, if you're listening. Please. I'm sure he, he listens every week. Um, <laughs> <laughs> P- 
put an air condition in the concession stand in the infield, bro. Crazy. Jeez. Day, dude. Sauna. That ought to be illegal for them people who have to work in that. I I feel sorry for them. That little old lady. I mean, now, well, now, wait a minute. Now, wait a minute. Here. <laughs> wait a minute on. here. Wait a minute here. I mean, she was. <laughs> Sterling, Sterling uh, we, uh, tell the story real quick. I didn't go through the concession stand the first time. Sterling and Kale actually went through it the first time when we went down there. And they were like, man, it's hot. It feels like air conditioning right here. And I'm standing outside, and it is 95 degrees. And I'm like, there's no air conditioning right here at all. <laughs> so I'm just like, whatever. So anyway, um, later in the day, me and Sterling decided we want – I wanted something to drink more than anything. Sterling wanted some food, but I just wanted something cold to drink and whatever else. Um, so – we walk in there, and I'm like, jeez, this is ridiculous. They got a fan <laughs> over there, and I'm pretty sure it's just blowing hellfire across. <laughs> it is. I <laughs> That's saw flame, flames were coming out of I'm it pretty, one time. I'm I mean, pretty sure. Literally flames. <laughs> All right, so we're getting down the side, and, and go figure, while we're in there, which I have no problem with this, just the timing of it could have been a little better for us. While we're in there, they decided to say the prayer in the national anthem. So what happens then? Everybody stops. Turns around, looks out windows, whatever oh, you have yeah. to do. Do what you got to do. All work come to a halt, which I 100% agree with. I oh, just yeah. did not want to be in there for it. I just wish I was a little <laughs> closer to the door when that sudden halt happened. Exactly. So they do that, and then Sterling looks down, and there's this 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 little old lady, as Sterling says. Now, now granted, she probably, I guess, she might have been close to 80, I will say. And Sterling's like, there's a sweet little old lady sitting down there. I feel so sorry for her. I look down there at a woman, and she has got sleeves of tattoos on both arms. I'm like, she, this woman can handle the heat, I think. She, she had a wild side years ago. But, <laughs> no, uh, them, them didn't look that old. Well, <laughs> she aged well. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she was 34 and just, uh, you know, <laughs> just the life she's living right there. Yeah. She's probably <laughs> sitting in that daggum sauna every day. <laughs> Good lord, it was hot. It done took all the color out of her hair and everything else. Yeah, so uh, so we're gonna go. We're gonna start up a GoFundMe page because I know Tony's. You know he's pretty tight Struggling. right now, trying to get that SRX tour going. So we're gonna start a GoFundMe page for Tony. <laughs> so everybody that's listening, we're gonna. You know, I saw one the other day at Home Depot. It was like three hundred fifty dollars. <laughs> For a window unit. <laughs> we're going to need more than one in there, I think. <laughs> well, it'll help. I saw about three or four windows in that thing, so we're going to try to stick them in every window. So we need we need about twelve fifteen hundred $1,500, so we're going to try to work it up. Oh, uh, that would be so funny if all of a sudden we see, <laughs> see donations coming in for air conditioning. I think we should do it. I think we should start it. I'm pretty sure we should do it. I mean, I, I guarantee you. I heard plenty of people saying this is absolutely insane <laughs> it was no, no lie people it, it, in all honesty it had to be a hundred and it, it was at least 115 120 degrees 120 degrees inside there no lie yeah no i mean because i know that because it was 95 outside and when i walked in there it felt way worse <laughs> not just a little worse way worse yeah so uh uh, we're not trying to be negative Nancy's over here, but I'm just saying. No, we're just trying to help them out. <laughs> get some air conditioning in your concession stand in the infield. That's, I know they're cooking some burgers, and that grill makes a lot of heat, but Jesus. There's got to be They figured it out in Waffle House. I promise you, you don't go in, we don't go in McDonald's and it's 927 <laughs> degrees. Uh, no, buddy, they can figure it out, I'm pretty sure. 
Oh man, it was hot. But it, I mean, nonetheless, it was you know good, cheap food, food. was good. It was food. wonderful. Food. It was uh, everything was really good, no doubt. Just good and hot, good and hot. <laughs> you had to worry about it getting cold, which nah. I walked in. Now we'll say I walked in this concession stand. Sterling's grabbing food. I grab a water, a Powerade, and a frozen lemonade. Ain't nothing wrong with that. <laughs> that was all I got. I'm good. I just want. I just want something cold. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Good stuff. Hey, you know it's hot when the when the candy aisle is in the refrigerator. Yeah, they had to. <laughs> all the candies in the refrigerator. <laughs> It'd have been in a puddle in the middle of the floor if not. Right. Yeah. But anyway. No, that's all our nagging now. Forget we're done now. <laughs> I thought it was funny. I mean, it, it wasn't funny, but it is funny. Also, <laughs> yeah. Um, but all right, let's go to this heat thing though, because it wasn't just hot in that kitchen. Why was it so hot in Ohio? I don't know, but I'm pretty sure it was a record. Ah, Lee, Brandon Overton wasn't wasn't the only one. Uh, that was breaking, on fire, breaking <laughs> records and setting stuff on fire. Yeah, for sure. But. uh Great day. Well, I saw something earlier in the week uh, with our buddy Derek. Um, he ran, what was that, Tuesday night? Wednesday night? Wednesday night. Wednesday night. And uh, that was up in Michigan, and it was hot up there. It was some kind of what, a heat wave or whatever. Yeah, so it was crazy heat wave coming through. Yeah, so heat I guess humidity. come on down to, uh, to Ohio because uh, I really was not expecting. And, you know, I... I talked with Dave before we left, before we packed up. I said, well, you going, because I mean, normally you go to the racetrack, you wear jeans, because, I mean, it's nasty and whatever. He said, I'm thinking about probably going to wear jeans and boots. I was like, dude, I don't know if I'm doing it. It's going to be hot. I looked at the thing, and, it's, and it said, when I looked at it, it said like 85. Yeah. So, like, it's going to be kind of warm. Not 95. With a heat index of 125. It did not say that on my weather app. It didn't. No. So fortunately, we didn't wear some jeans. Thank the Lord. But uh, great day. It was hot. And I didn't. I have never thought that Ohio got that hot. I just really did. And I just want to tell you, you look really hot in that black t-shirt. And I don't mean in a good way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, not, not t-shirt. That black. That black shirt. Cause our our chicken bone alley shirt. We had about thirteen people tell us, "You look so hot in that shirt." <laughs> I don't know why ours I, looked any. Everybody out there is wearing black t-shirts almost. Everybody. <laughs> I saw one dude with a hoodie. Somehow or another, he's wearing a black hoodie. Yeah. What? But not, everybody comes to us. Everybody, y'all hot? They, they they felt the need to come to us and say, it's just, y'all look, y'all look so hot in those shirts. <laughs> I mean, I appreciate it. I mean, you know, I'll sign you, baby, whatever. But. <laughs> Sometimes what my, my wife said, too. <laughs> <laughs> you get a star. You did good. You did good. See, Kayla, he, I, he, he did good. I, I make sure he's paying attention. He's behaving himself anywhere we go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Anyway, so we get to the racetrack on Friday after all this stuff, and we're back to Friday. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Where? <laughs> I'm confused now. Overton won everything then. <laughs> there it is. Boom. <laughs> so we're, we're done now. Greg okay. Satterley won something, too. He did. He really did. Uh, <laughs> man, that was uh, that was pretty cool. Um, Overton. I don't even remember what he won Wednesday night. This was before we got here, but he won Wednesday night. He won the twenty seventh edition of the Dream on Thursday night. He went 
I can't remember. What four did. for five. Yeah, every race he ran. Every race he ran except for he the second. heat race on Saturday. He finished second, finished to, Kyle second to Kyle Larson. And then he won everything else. Yep. Let's get into all that racing a little bit later, though. I want to do something a little bit local first, since we're going into racing. Um, uh, got a buddy of ours. Let's let's jump in this real quick, and we'll get back into all the Eldora action. Uh, got a buddy of ours. Run some over at Sumter Speedway here, local. Let's go talk to him real fast, ladies and gentlemen. On the line now, we got a buddy of ours that runs some uh street stocks, pure street, pure pure stock, whatever you want to call. We'll talk to him about it here in just a second. Blake Roart, what's going on, man? You doing all right today? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How about yourself? I ain't gonna complain, buddy. We uh. Chilling out on a hot Monday afternoon. Ain't that the truth? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. what what you up to today? Not much, man. At the race shop, uh, probably fixing to take it on in. Uh, just getting some stuff finished up in the car, getting it ready for Saturday to hopefully make it three in a row. There you go. There you go. Well, good deal, man. Well, we get in all these uh all these good races here shortly, but I want to go back a little uh little farther than than these races man where where did you uh let's go back and tell us where you got your start racing at well man whether you believe it or not my, i just started racing about a year and a half almost two years ago there you go and uh everybody you know all of my friends with that i race with and you know help me and this that, and the other they um every person i mean they grew up racing go-karts and starting out at an early age you know i'm a little i'm a late bloomer as i like to call it <laughs> <laughs> there you go how old are you uh, 25. 25. And what, uh, what class is it you, you run over? And I know normally do you run at Sumter? Yeah. No, not, uh, most of the time. Yeah. I've raced out of town at Scraven a couple of times and whatnot. And, um, I raced over there actually with the street stocks, but I run stock V8 at Sumter. Okay. <laughs> Good deal. Good deal. That's a fun little class, man. I, I like that class a lot. Yeah, it's, man. It's, it's pretty... not as expensive as the most and it's, fun man it's fun well what i like about it first the expense part of it but beyond that yeah. <laughs> is uh is it's competitive i mean because there's only so much you can do to it it makes it really competitive oh yeah and i mean racing against guys like i mean i've been doing this about two years man and i'm racing against guys like tara holloway walter anderson you know ronnie anderson tim mckenzie these guys have been racing 20 25 years you know i mean they've got the whole driving thing to a t <laughs> you know <laughs> Oh yeah. Well, well, tell us, uh, tell us about your car a little bit. Well, I mean, it's a pretty good piece. We um ended up buying or buying it out of uh, a track in Georgia, and um it's a Camaro. It's a strut car. It's a little, it's just a eighty two to ninety two. They made these cars in there. I mean, it's a pretty good solid car. But um we got it, and it was actually a Thunder Bomber car. It switched hands, I do believe, out of like Lancaster, and then went to Georgia at some point, but. We got it and actually only paid like four thousand dollars for it, whether you believe it or not. And um got it race ready. And we actually it was a Thunder Bomber car, so we had to take some stuff out, put some more legal stuff in it, and actually run my class at Sumter to stop V eight. There you go. Because you know, the rules for the stop V eight, they gotta be like, you know, stock frame rail cars and whatnot. So we had to be specific when we bought this car, you know, we couldn't just go buy, you know, one of those expensive uh jig built cars that people run in street stock <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah i know exactly what you mean there well man i'm gonna tell you something man. i told you this last week over at track that uh i are in and around to it anyway uh man i'm gonna tell you your car that it and i asked you uh who hung the body on it because to me that's one of the best looking hung bodies on a car out there that thing looks good <laughs> man i like it <laughs> i appreciate it that thing's awesome yeah, um, it's a it's a 
it's a five-star body, man. You can buy the whole set online, man. Um, <laughs> they have, I mean, it's, I think it's a thousand or 1500 bucks and it's shipped right to your front door and they give you all the attachments to hang it with. And I mean, I mean, it's done. We did it in a day. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. Well, y'all did it right. That's, that's for sure. Yeah, I think it looks good. It, man. It's uh, got the plastic fenders on it. You can take a beating, though. It can take a beating. I'll give it that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so how do you know this, Blake? I just <laughs> Well, <laughs> people tend to overdrive the corner and run into the side of you when you're set in the corner coming out. <laughs> okay, it's everybody else. Okay, as long as it was everybody else. It's all right. <laughs> yeah, it's always their fault. It's never my fault. <laughs> oh good deal well cool man well uh i know you've uh well obviously you've won here the last couple weeks but before that uh how long did it take you to uh, get your first win in the car well my first season starting out you know i was i just got behind the wheel my first actual race i actually started dead last i started 16th and um the car you know the car was actually really good and i ended up driving it up second and uh, i didn't really know what i was doing you know, I ended up getting black flag because, you know, the car's fast, but I didn't know necessarily how to drive. I'll put it like that. <laughs> I was a steering wheel holder. I wasn't a, you know, I wasn't a wheel man at that point. <laughs> uh, I don't even know if I'd call myself a wheel man, <laughs> but, uh, I drove up, you know, and then as we realized, you know, we had to slow me down, you know, get me back under control. And, you know, we started, you know, my crew chief started teaching me how to drive, you know, what about you know, backing off the corner, getting the car in all that good stuff. Well, we started out racing my first season, you know, it was just learning the ropes, you know, learn how to drive, learn how to do everything, learn how to work on the cars, da da da. Second year come around, and man, it was that was I, I, I was about ready to throw in the towel, and I was only <laughs> basically a year in. Blew a motor, blew a transmission, man. It was just it was one thing after the next. I only ran like five dirt races last year, out of Sumter, and yeah. you know this week this uh, season rolled around and. I mean, man, it's been, I can't thank God enough for how good it's been, man. I mean, we got a fast car, you know, I'm doing a lot better, you know, I mean, it's, I'm leading in points right now at Sumter, uh, got two wins in a row. That's my, and I've got a total of three wins on the season and without my family, my friends and my sponsors, man, I can't thank them enough. There you go. That's what it's all about. Well, I'm just going, I'm, I'm throwing this out here. I think I already said it to you, but you, you told me after that first win, man, it was just uh, this season. Then all of a sudden things got a little tough there and stuff. I'm just saying, I come over there the other week. We threw a sticker on that car. I told you it was, it was at least good for a tenth and a half a lap, man. Oh, yeah. And oh, it, that's, it, tenth, it, that's at least two tenths faster, man. <laughs> I think that's some horsepower on that sticker. <laughs> I'm just saying, I, I, I'm not saying, but I'm just saying, the Chicken Bone Alley sticker is two for two on there. It really is. I, I, can I have a couple more of them? I actually, <laughs> you gave me a stack. Can there I you go. Plant go. Them there all go. Over the car? Just put them everywhere. Just put them everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Dave Dave puts them on his car, too. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I will. I will. Maybe he, he can pick up a tenth or two, too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, all right. Let's go uh, back to... Back to... Uh, <laughs> Last week over there, your your second win of the season over there, man. It it was we were hanging out in the trailer. We didn't know if the race was going to actually happen. Oh man, you talking about the twenty twenty one mud bowl? I'm assuming. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Tell us about man, it. That was fun. That's right. We got out there, and I mean, that's the thing. That's I'll give that to Super Speedway, man. They are the only track around here that you know they don't want to cancel because you number one the racers want to race you know but they make their money off of the fans you know and if there's no fans they don't make money and for them dealing with us 
to, you know, in the weather and the conditions of mother nature, just absolutely pouring it down on us the past two weeks, you know, for them to actually stay open, let us get our races in, you know, they, I mean, they're troopers. That's all I can say. I mean, every other track was closing out left and right. And for them to actually work with us, man, that's impressive in my book, man. It was. And they, they definitely made the best of it because they were having, um, mud sliding contest and, and yeah, belly flop foot, contest. I did the foot race, man. <laughs> yeah, you did the foot race, didn't you? How'd you yeah. do in the foot race, Blake? Oh, uh, I don't really want to talk about losing too much, but um, <laughs> I didn't finish last. I didn't finish last. I finished second to last. Okay, you, you, you that's right. You should have stuck a chicken bone alley sticker on your chest. You'd been faster. Oh man, I would have straight. I'm like, you saying bold out on that straight front straight away. <laughs> oh, man. Didn't have no traction. I need to prep my racing shoes, put some tire prep beside them, bad or on the side of them. I'm gonna tell you what, so many people was getting into it out there because they, they, I just, I didn't go up there and watch it, but I just saw people walking back through the pits that dude, were, I mean, they were orange. They were high in it. They were high in it. They were, I mean, running. I was like, dude, I can't get any traction. Maybe in high school, if I was like a buck thirty again, I could probably do it. But <laughs> right now, I ain't running in a while, so I was a little, I'm a little <laughs> oh. oh man, well, cool deal. Well, tell us about the race that night. Well, man. um, we actually, we, we, uh, went out to go run and, you know, I mean, we had to roll the track in, roll the track in, roll the track in. But once it finally somewhat got, it was probably really honestly doing nothing to roll the track in. It, it there was no help in this track at this point, but, uh, we got out there and, um, I started P3 and, uh, we, uh, went green and man, I mean, from about that first flag, I mean, I, I drove in the corner, you know, uh, first place car in front of me he pushed up out of the groove i mean it was so wet man you had to back up the corner a lot i got in um rode behind chucky uh in the 01 car man he's a heck of a wheel man himself and um i followed him for about a lap or two and man i ripped off i had 40 tear offs on my helmet and i know good and well i went, ripped off at least 25 or 30 in about two or three laps and i was like i gotta get from behind him or i'm not Jeez. gonna be able to finish this race so i finally we got in the corner together he finally pushed up you know that track man it was unforgiving you didn't know whether it was going to stick or you're going to push you had no idea he finally pushed up i got out front and i drove my own race at that point man you got to race the track on a especially a mud mud hole like that you just gotta you know race the track there's no point in racing the guy next to you you just gotta worry about what's in front of you to drive good well i was telling my dad that night i said man i said if he uh this track was a little bit drier. He ought to be really fast off the corner because that thing had plenty of bite off the corner. It looked like because you were pulling them. Oh yeah, man. That car. I mean, it's it's hooked down on the wet track, man. It, that car's got a bunch of little odd ends about it that make it work really well on a wet track. Well, it was but different on a hard track. It's uh, we're about to see this weekend with the supers coming back into town, man. We about hopefully we can make it three in a row. But Lord willing, the creek don't rise, man. We got some good racers coming out, so uh, hopefully we can we can try our best. Good deal. Well, you uh, turned it around and made it two in a row this week. Uh, tell us, tell us about this week. Well, I, I maybe mean, I think I've got a thing for starting P three because <laughs> I started third again this week. They um, we normally have heat races, and they go out there and they put us in groups of five to five to seven cars, and it's five laps. And there's you know, if there's a caution, you know, if you have a flat, you pull in. They don't give any um, caution laps because main event come around, you get uh, one lap for a tire change, stuff like that. Well, we went green, or we uh we were gonna go uh do the heat race, but they decided they said we're gonna do like uh, Lakeview Motor Speedway does its hot lap qualifying. Right. So we went out there, and you know they let us out there two at a time, and we went green. I had third fastest time, and I was like, oof. I mean, I was a half a second off from Chucky. I was like, oh man, that's not good. And uh, Dalton Hodge was a little bit faster than me. He was about two tenths ahead of me. I was like, okay, we got to figure out what to do here. 
So we went to messing with the car and um, adjusted some things, get it better through the corner. And um, we uh, started out in the main event, went green. I followed behind both of them for about two laps or so and went into three and gave Dalton a little nudge. Wasn't, I didn't hit him or nothing. I just gave him a little nudge up, tucked right up under him, drove up under him and got up behind Chucky. And, man, it took me a good two or three laps to catch Chucky running down. He was out. He was stretched out at that point. Um, followed him behind him and he overdrove in three and four. And, man, like that, the week prior to that, I just – got out front and drove my race man once you're out front you just kind of they say you set the pace when you're out front and that's you know that's what i feel like you just back up and make the car make sure the car turns and works for you you know, you know? for sure for sure that's all you can do that's yeah. the best thing to do <laughs> i've now learned if it's raining on saturday i can go ahead and put a dub in the books i feel like <laughs> <laughs> that car loves it wet man there you go all right well you said it uh this week coming up uh, back with the uh, Ultimate Super Late Models, y'all be a supporting class for that race. Um, oh, yeah. I know you. I, I, well, like you just said, I know the track. If if, if good Lord willing, <laughs> we don't get any rain again. <laughs> you know, maybe not. For, uh, maybe maybe for you, you might want it to rain. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna do a little rain dance. Is what they're saying right now. <laughs> yeah, but uh, <laughs> but with a harder track, what you expecting out of it? Well, how you how you how you, how are you approaching it? Well, normally, um, when a track hardens over, you know, that's the thing. Sumner's a small track. I think it's three-eighths of a mile right at it. And with a track like Sumner, man, it's, I mean, you're fighting over a groove. You know, it's not, you know, a four-wide racetrack, you know. Small track, maybe two groove at most. And, I mean, you've got to race these guys. I mean, these guys that you're racing is, you know, you're not, you know, NASCAR, you know, barely touching somebody. You've got to, you know, people lean on you. And you've got to drive your race. And you've got to be a little aggressive at this track. But that's the thing. That's where drivers from Sumter come out and they're all really good. Like number one, uh Banjo Duke races late models. Oh, yeah. Man, he is a great driver, been racing there his whole life, man. He is figured it out. You know, he's there. That is his track is what everybody says. And at Sumter, you've got to drive against these boys. And with the track being so hard, man, it's gonna be a rough one. I'll say that much. Yeah, you're right. And, and speaking of Banjo, uh me and Sterling actually actually used to race go karts against Banjo back in the day. For quite really? a while. Oh yeah, yeah. How'd, y- how'd y'all do against him? It was um, it was kind of one of them things. We we were kind of neck and neck all the time. Hey, we. Uh, well, good man. I, I, good. I, it means y'all. Well, I, so y'all some wheelmen yourselves. I, I I will say I was uh, back then. Now this was years ago. Now <laughs> I just turned thirty five yesterday. So uh, we oh, talking man, it ain't, it ain't just a mileage. Well, we talking twenty years ago. Um, I. I I can say, and Sterling, I know can say, because I seen him there too. We 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 had some we had some good days in the go karts back oh, yeah. then. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So we, uh, th- those are fun days. Now, when it's bad days, it's <laughs> not fun no more. <laughs> yeah, you get sick of it. Um, a bunch uh, of my buddies, they all raced them. Like Mikey Corsi, a good friend of mine, he raced them. Man, he took me up there to Hanging Rock. Oh yeah, that go kart track up there. Man, you've got to grease both your balls before you get in one of them running sixty <laughs> miles an hour. When, uh, I watched the boy fall out of one flip it actually oh yeah he flipped out of it and i was like what y'all get in that and fly out i was like man i'm a little hesitant because they're they're trying to get me to race a go-kart race a couple of my friends are and um trying to get me you know get a little bit smoother on the wheel you got to be really smooth in a go-kart apparently well i tell you i tell you a little secret about hanging rock real quick and i'll, I'll just go out there bragging about it and i haven't i haven't ever actually said this on the show before they switched to the predator type motors and animal type motor, the overhead valve motors, when it was still the flathead, five horse, uh, Briggs and Stratton motors, 
Yeah. I held track record up there until they changed motors. Really? Yep. I sure did. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's pretty solid right there, though. It was, it, that was one. That was probably my favorite track out there. Between that and Aner. Man. Those are cool tracks. That, I've never been over to that one. I've been to Sickle Hill and a couple of them around here, but, um, <clears throat> man, Hanger Rock, that's that's a fast track, man. You that Those people out there, man, you got to love it to go run there, I feel like. Well, I'm going to tell you, you, you should have seen it years ago. It's, it's fast now, but uh, years ago, it used to have how many degrees of banking was it in Sterling? I don't know too much. <laughs> it was fast. It, it was just too much. No lie, it was probably twenty degrees banking around the whole track. Oh, Lord. Yeah, that's you, Daytona in a golf cart. In a that's, go cart. A, that's exactly what it was. We drafted <laughs> around the track. Oh yeah, and, and that's why they cut the banking out of it because people were about to kill themselves because we were running so fast oh, around Lord. there. We were we were running right a hundred mile an hour in there, <laughs> around there. Oh so, man. So yeah, they had oh, to cut man. out. But anyway, back I, to you. Um, <laughs> I know you uh, said. I, I know you put on uh, Facebook anyway that you were uh, looking to rewrap the car and looking for some uh, looking for some more sponsors out there to give us a little uh, throw out there of uh, what you're looking for. Uh, yeah, man, um, we've got that five star body on the car, and you know we try to take care of the body. And once it gets to a point where you know we've got to keep or update it, we um, you know who, whatever sponsors want to come on board with us or whatever. You know, I mean, I buy everything from tires to parts to fuel with the sponsorships at, that I get, or I mean, anything in general with any sponsorship. Like right now I've got um BHB directional drilling, which they're a, the prime sponsor of my race car. And um, they do, they give me whatever needs to be done to that car. It is there. Um, Palmetto subs um, in Sumter, South Carolina uh, sub is a deli. And um, then I've got Brewers bar and grill, great place for food, whatever. They um, do drinks, all types of this, that, and the other. And um, I've got Kegel Automotive, TR Graphics, and, you know, they're going to stay on the car as well. But um, anytime I want to get somebody else on board, I add whatever else I can to it. And um, then we start from there. And, uh, you know, any any little bit helps is what I tell them. There you go. We'll tell them how to uh, get in touch with you. Uh, yeah, if you uh, want to join the Roark Racing team, uh, if you could give me a call on my cell, it's 803-983-9561. And um, anytime I do win, I put on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat. You know, I thank all my sponsors, um, and I'm get I get a good bit of likes on Facebook. I would say, and uh, Instagram. So a lot of people see you and uh, see the sponsorship on the car and uh, any post race interviews I do. I always thank the individual or the sponsorship at least for um, helping me. You know, get to where I am. You know, I mean, I'm not gonna say I, I mean I'd like to be in NASCAR one day, but you know, we're gonna start with one little step at a time. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, there you go. Uh, I'm just saying. Um... I know you got the Palmetto Sub sponsorship, but I need some Palmetto Sub sponsorship. But I don't want no money. I just want number 19. That's all I want. Oh, man. You want that sub all the way? That's <laughs> it. That's it. That's it. No tomatoes. I'm good. You, you give me another two tenths on the race car, I can work out something on that, uh, on that sub for you. There you go. That's it. Oh, well, good deal, buddy. Oh, well, man. Well, this has been fun. I appreciate you. Coming on, hanging out with, especially last minute as it was, uh, we had some free time on here, and I was like, let's call Blake. Let's see what he's oh, up anytime, to. anytime, man. Hey, I appreciate y'all having me, man. I ain't got nothing better to do now. <laughs> <laughs> well, go work on that race car. Stick a couple more stickers on it. Get a couple more tents out of it. And, uh, <laughs> oh, for sure. For sure. We got, we're got. we going to have to have them for this weekend. There you go. Well, I think I might be over there this weekend. Oh, so, man. Uh, well, come on. Come on, man. It's a good time. It'll be a bunch of cars. All the, 
them supers are coming, man. It's going to be a good race. Packed house, I guarantee it. Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, good deal, man. Well, like I said, we appreciate you coming on here. And uh, anybody wants to uh, get on a race car, uh, be, a, be a good, you know, we, we know you want to get as much money as you can, but at the same time, you're running a smaller class. So it doesn't... It, it doesn't take as much to get your business on a race car like this. So, uh, yeah, I mean, now if I was Brandon Everton running, you know, Eldora <laughs> running the dream for, you know, quarter of a million dollars, you know, maybe, maybe 10 grand wouldn't hurt. But, you know, I'm just a little small town dirt racer, man. What am I? There you go. You know, uh, just two two hundred seventy six thousand dollars to oh, be yeah, exact, sorry, you sorry, know. Yeah. Over, <laughs> a little over. I'm I not, swear, I'm, he made a deal with the devil, man. I'm he, not, that man. He wakes up and he pisses excellence. I'll say that much. I, I swear he does, dude. I'm telling you. I, we was I talked to him a couple times in the garage there this weekend, and he's just walking around in his flip flops. I think he needs to get a deal with a uh, rainbow flip flops or something. That's who he needs to deal with. <laughs> I just need some. I just need some driving lessons from him, man. I'll be good to go. <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, cool deal, man. Well, like I said, I appreciate it, and we will probably be seeing you this weekend. All righty, man. Mr. David, I appreciate it. Sterling, nice to meet you, bud. And it was a pleasure talking to y'all. Yeah, man. <clears throat> we appreciate you coming on, and uh, I hope we get over there, too, and check you out, bud. All righty. Sounds yeah. like a plan. Hopefully see y'all this weekend. All right, man. Old Blake Roark there. He's a, he's a cool guy. <laughs> yeah, he sounds like it, man. He uh, he uh, he fit right into the show pretty good there. Yeah, yeah. He's a good one to have on there. Good, good, good times, good times. They and they have a lot of fun at track too. They, I was looking at pictures, um, after his win, and uh, they have a friend. She's a police officer. She had him bent over the car with handcuffs. <laughs> it was all kind of funny. It was really funny. It was great. Uh, but uh, so uh, hopefully he can go uh, get the third one in a row here this weekend. And uh, hopefully we can watch him do it, maybe. Yeah, for sure. For sure, man. So, uh, but anyway, all right. Well, back to some more Eldora talk. All right, let's go into the racing. When we got there on Friday night, I think that uh, I think they're about done with the <laughs> with the with the heat races. And going into the bees, is that right? Close. I th I think so. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Pretty sure you're right. All right. I'm gonna uh, spill a little bit of beans here, just uh, and I am not doing this in a bad way. It's just it is racing. It is it is both sides of it because y'all seen what kind of weekend Brandon Overton had. I'm gonna talk about our little buddy for a second here, um, Trent Ivy. We got there. And when we walked around the track, we walked through the tunnel, walked into the infield, uh, come around the corner, saw Chris Ferguson stand there, talked to him for just a couple minutes. Um, and he, he ran good all weekend. And, I mean, it was kind of, in all honesty, he was kind of mid-packed most of the week. I, I really think they changed setup on that car because he ended up really good Saturday night. We'll talk about that here in a minute. But uh, going to the complete other side of it, Trent Ivy went up there for the first time he's ever run Eldora. And <laughs> I'm not picking on him at all. Do not take it that way. Please do not. Because I, I, I'm just quoting our conversation pretty much. 
and I hated it for him because I, I know he wants to do so good and he's got potential to do so good and he's got equipment to do it. He's just got to hit it. And, and it's not that he was that far off. That's the funny thing of it. But anyway, walked up to Trent's car. He's sitting in the car. Don't have his helmet on. Not cranked up or anything yet. I look at him. I said, man, how's it going? He said, this ain't no dream up here, man. This is a nightmare. I'm ready to go home. That tells you the emotion these guys go through. Wanting to be in the big show there. It's just, it's so prestigious to to make it into races like that. And because me and Sterling watched it, his heat races, the B-mains he was in, it wasn't that he was that far off. It's just, if you don't start up front, everybody's so good and so close. It's hard to make moves. It's hard to. Hard to get around these guys. It's hard to if you if you're off just the slightest amount, then it's so hard to make anything up. Yeah, for sure it, it is, and and man, it, you know it's you go to a class race or even a even a world world of outlaw race around here, um, you know, and there's. 30, 40 cars show up, whatever. I mean, that's still good competition, don't get me wrong. But, dude, it's just, it's like another, and I mean, Trent and everybody else, they've all raced together. I mean, all the guys that were there raced oh, together yeah. before. And, but I don't know, it's just, Eldor just puts up to me, it just puts off a different intimidation kind of to me. Um, there's so many cars there. All of them are freaking good. It's so fast. It's so fast paced, the whole everything, dude. When they, from the time they crank those cars up to heat the motors up, they don't stop. I mean, no, that's intimidating, dude. Like, you can't even think. You you, can't even, you can't walk around. You can't go to the bathroom hardly by the time you start hot laps. You can't do it. Them boys could almost just stay sitting in their cars. Yeah. I mean, it's insane, bro. And you don't know where you're going. And you got this over here. And you got people go over here. And you got, I mean, oof, that's a lot different than going and running uh, friendship. I mean, that's a lot. Way that's, different. That's intimidating. So, you know, it's a lot going on there. You got to have your stuff together uh, to go do that. Now, um, like you said, Trent, when he when he moved up to the top and could run consistently and not get run over and blocked. <laughs> Old Boone Briggs was giving Trent the devil in the B main. Yeah. He I don't know what Boone was trying to I typically like Boone Briggs, don't get me wrong. I really do, but I don't know what he was trying to accomplish. I don't know either. Sliding the man every lap for for what reason I don't know. Not for eighth, ninth position, whatever. No. <laughs> I mean, just, you know, Jesus. But um, I don't know, man. I mean, you know, we spoke with uh, Michael Brown, and I can't remember who he was. He said, don't remember, but he said somebody had been coming there for Lord knows how many years before they got. Oh, that was uh, Dale McDowell. Okay. Dale McDowell, yeah, he's won. As good as he, yeah. He raced there four years before he made it into even a prelim night. Right. So, you know, that kind of makes you feel a little better. And, I mean, and even Michael Brown, I mean, coming there, I mean, that was intimidating. And, and they made a little further than 
than Trent did, but uh, nothing to hang your head about, man. You just got to no. go and do those. You got to you got to go. You got to go experience those races and be a part of them to get that kind of edge off for the next year. I think. Well, that's my thing about it is, say Trent, Michael Brown. Neither one of them guys ever been up there. Um, Ross Bales. I don't know if Ross ever run up there before. I think he had, but anyway, regardless. Um, that's the thing about it is, you know, them guys are kind of down a little bit because you go there and you're not you're not making it and everything. Well, guess what? There were 73 cars that entered that race. That's 73 probably of the best cars in the U.S. that was in that race, or races, anyway. There are thousands of cars that didn't even think they had enough to compare to you to mm-hmm. even come there. Right. Oh, absolutely. Um, so, like you said, nothing to hang your head about at all. Oh, no, not at all. Not at all. You got to learn there. I mean, yeah. that's what everybody has to do there. They got to learn. Yes, yeah, there's, there's a lot... That's kind of what I was getting to, I guess, is there's a lot more that comes with going to Eldora and driving that track. Oh, yeah. It's just the the environment is intimidating. That's what I take off of it. Not the track. Maybe the track not may not be. It may be no different than Sumter. I'm just saying. I mean, you know, whatever. It's just intimidating. Just the whole environment, the whole oh, surrounding. Yeah. It's yeah. just... Woof. It's just the, yeah, exactly. There's an intimidation factor in the name of the race. Yeah, I, I mean, mean in the, just on pit road. I mean, dude, we got ran over 12 times. I mean, it ain't no lie. <laughs> that was in 12 minutes. I mean, I'm like, we got to move. We got to go. It was insane. Brent, <laughs> Brent Larson literally, I think, tried to run us over. Literally. Either that or he tried to blow his motor. I ain't sure which one. but Or, or both. maybe both. Or both. It could have <laughs> been both. It probably was both. And we weren't even in his way. That was the funny part about it. No, I mean, we couldn't really, you know, but... <laughs> Great day in the morning. It's just crazy. You can't think I would never take Cole no, on pit road. I would never take no child that No sir. You better you you better be on your P's and Q's down there. You gotta be looking everywhere. And, and it needs to be like that, don't get me wrong, at every racetrack. Oh yeah, no doubt. No doubt. I but, mean, I'm, I'm But I will say Lakeview, for instance, there's a whole lot more room to walk around down there yeah. than there is even at Eldora. In the infield, which is crazy yeah, to think about. Which I mean, they don't put as many big haulers. In. I mean, yeah, there were seventy something haulers. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> but it was crazy. I will say it was crazy. So, I mean, just the whole thing, and you know, Trent being parked right there on the front straightaway, right there on pit road. You can't think. I mean, you just can't. No. You know, that's kind of my deal. Is I mean, I'm I'm sitting there thinking this, and I'm saying this because I was thinking this. There, you know, standing there beside the car, looking at the car, working on tires or looking at brake, whatever you do, you can't think, you I'd can't a, hear, you no. can't see, you can't nothing. I'd have much rather been parked over like where Max Blair and then we're over right. like turn three. Yep, that's an ideal because we're Trent and Chris Ferguson. Um, who else was up there? Greg Satterley, uh, they were parked front stretch towards turn one mm-hmm. and that is where cars line up constantly and they were literally lining them up on the nose of the car sitting in the in yeah. the trailer 
Sure were. And it's like, I mean, you can't walk around the car. You can't talk to the, you, y- your crew. I mean, because, oh, it's whew. just you, intimidating. You, you better get your head right going there. Exactly. <laughs> you you got to have your stuff together. You better be oh, in sure. tune with your star player. As yeah, says. No doubt. No <laughs> doubt. So with all that being said, Trent, I'm proud of you, bud. You and your team, y'all did great for going and, and participating. And you, know, you ain't got nothing to hang your head about there. Um, thank you for having us come hang out with you for a little while. I know it, regardless, you know, it's, I know it's hard to tell yourself that and think that, but, uh, nothing to hang you, hang your head about. I know you weren't in the best of moods there for most I of the weekend. Be, I wouldn't be either. <laughs> I agree. I totally would not be at all either. So, um, but you gotta have those so you can have the good ones. So don't give up. Keep coming back and, uh, you'll, you'll get where you want to be. But. And I just want to say, I appreciate in our year and a half of doing this right here now, we had a sticker on a car racing at Eldor. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. And racing in the dream. I mean, you know, going for the dream, and that's pretty cool to me. Yeah, no doubt. I'm sure we is. So, uh, yeah, we definitely appreciate that. But So, going to uh, probably the the more popular topic at hand. Well, there's a few of them, actually. Um, let's go with Larson first. Larson was there his first time at Eldora, Eldora in a late model. He's won everything else at Eldora. Mm-hmm. But now he went there in a late model. He looked good. I mean, don't get me wrong. He looked good. It's just... I think the track never slicked off enough throughout the weekend for him, for his liking anyway. That's when Larson really shines. When a track slicks off big time, his talent really shows at that point. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it definitely does. And I, I don't know. Um, it's hard to say, but, yeah, I, I think you're right. I mean, watching the 100-lap race, and I was kind of thinking, you know, when we – we watched the the uh, his feature on Friday night. Um, towards the end of the race, he was by far the fastest car out there. Oh yes, I mean he was faster than Overton, you know, with seven, six, five so laps to go. He was the fastest thing out there and was catching Bloomquist like crazy um, for fourth. And didn't catch him, but um, so I really thought you know they were kind of just working for the trying to figure out long run speed and um saturday night i kind of really felt like that was the case um yeah. it never really happened and it just, it just never really came in but he went out there and outrun overton in the heat and won his heat and i was kind of like all right well they figured something out and yeah i don't i don't know and they gonna go back well what i was thinking was all right they got something figured out for the heat race for short run they know what they used last night was going to be good long run speed. Right. Let's put that back in the car. Well, see, the thing that I don't understand, the thing that I can't really speak about because I don't know, um, but let's just say, for instance, Overton. They all know. Well, I mean, Roman, whoever else knows too, but they know good and well. They're going out in heat number one. From heat one to that A feature, for 100 laps, that track is not going to be anywhere in the same vicinity of what Nowhere it's like. close. So, 
I don't know. You know what? How do you base it off of that? I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how you do that. I don't know how you can convert or prepare a car to run a heat that early and and go run the feature, you know, and, and have say. But um, as far as the main goes, he's just never really the car never really fired off. I mean, after five six laps after a restart, it would start picking back up and pick up but it would kind of level off i mean i just never yeah, really he just couldn't never really I mean, go but, anywhere don't get me wrong he made it in the feature and finished fifth or six six whatever um so he wasn't bad he just didn't have the kyle larson like speed that we're used to seeing in the, uh, well, in the I mean, late model but i like that though because that, oh, yeah. that makes you that makes you feel like okay well he's human exactly <laughs> i was about to say same thing he's you know, <laughs> he is human god yeah and and it also makes you in my way of thinking, it makes like Overton look really good. I mean, anybody. I think I heard Chris Ferguson say it at Bristol. You know, man, we went out there and beat. You know, we went out there and beat Kyle Bush. We went out there and beat you, you Kyle you, Larson. You want to know what I think? What do you think? Just look at it. Kyle Larson has went out in a late model and run up front almost every time he's run a late model. And won many of those, mm-hmm. except for Portsmouth at the Dirt Track World Championship. At um, Bristol, he ran. Where did he end up running? I don't remember. I can't remember now. All right. And now at Eldor, what do those three tracks have in common? Let me tell you. Yeah, please do. I can't remember. We were there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he's a chicken bone on sticker on his car. That <laughs> gum, I know I should have stuck one on back there somewhere. Just stick it inside. <laughs> Up under. So nobody yeah, ever sees I mean, it. Just you know. stick it in there. That gum. We're going to try that think, next time. I just think it's funny. I mean, it's not funny, but it is odd. We're going to try that next time. It just it's it's odd to me that every track that we go to and he's there, he he doesn't run here as good. I know it. I know it. But you know what? It's cool. I love it. I love the atmosphere. I love what he does. He goes up to his trailer and he sells t shirts and he takes your money and he you know, it's just that's He literally cool. was running the cash register at his own trailer. Yeah, that's the other awesome. Day. That is freaking awesome. And I mean, dude, quit NASCAR quit screwing up everybody else and let them be normal people like him. I promise you, you'll have a whole lot better outcome. Well, and you'll sell a lot more crap. For sure. For sure. Well, something else that came out came out today, actually. Um, what what I thought was pretty cool, this is jumping ahead a little bit, but I want to say this now that we're on the subject. Uh, <laughs> Kyle Larson ran the dream Saturday night. I guess he stayed there, probably. Anyway... Jumped on a flight Sunday morning to Texas. Goes and runs the all-star race. Wins the million dollars. Monday morning. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Sunday night, I think it was. Or maybe Monday morning. I can't remember. Anyway, he is sitting on a bus (laughs) going to the airport to get on a commercial flight. 
sitting with everybody in the crowd because Jamie Little took a picture of it. Just sitting there, chilling like he's normal folk because he mostly is. He is. And he gets on a commercial flight, flies back to Ohio to go run Sprint Week. It's insane, but I don't care if you are a Kyle Larson fan at all. You don't have to like him. Don't have to care for him whatsoever. You have to respect a guy that just has a drive and a passion like that and keeps himself pretty daggone humble. Oh, no doubt. I don't know how you do it. I don't at all know how you do it, but he does a pretty daggone good job of it. And, uh, man, dude, I just, ever since the beginning of last year, he is, <laughs> I can't explain it. I don't know. I mean, he's, how many races he runs since then? 300? I don't know. <laughs> a lot. It's just crazy. It is unbelievable. But, um, it's really cool being around and seeing him. Um, you know, just seeing how he just, just, just as, just how he carries himself at a racetrack. I pay attention to stuff like that and oh, yeah. how he thinks and how he, or how I think he's, you know, just what he's thinking about and how he prepares himself and how he, how he's so daggum calm and like there's no, there's, there's no anxiousness of, of him. Never. I mean, it's, it's just like he doesn't get worked up. Like he's just so calm. No matter what he's doing, whether he's cutting his fingernails or about to jump in a <laughs> daggum four ten sprint car, it does not matter. He's like the same <laughs> chill. Well, wherever it was, I knew I knew that fool was chill. Whenever I can't remember, it was last year he was running a sprint car somewhere, and they were turning ten second laps around there. Mm-hmm. And he says in the interview, he ended up turning track record, which was like a nine point nine. Eight something, mm. uh, whatever it was. Anyway, he makes track record. But in his interview afterwards, talking about the track record, he said, well, as I was coming around the track, I looked up at the board, and I knew I was close. I just needed a little bit more. I'm like, yeah, how do you... You're turning a nine-second lap. When did you have time to look up at any board? <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. I really don't. But I, I think his mind moves in slow motion. I swear yeah. it does. It's got to. I don't. I don't know. But you know, and there's. It's not just Kyle. You know, there's no. There's, there's tons there's, of money there's like that. Plenty, plenty, plenty good. He's just the biggest one in the spotlight right now. He is, and he's just easy to talk about, I guess, because other people want to hear us talk about him. But um, there is a lot of other good drivers out there. Plenty more we saw this weekend. Um, but it's just, just crazy seeing the drive and seeing the. It's just I don't know. I don't. I just I cannot fathom how you can go like he goes and focus the way he does it's crazy but anyway it's cool i think i think he finished fifth or sixth not real sure about that but uh, yes yeah, the like the 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 thing that i thought he was going to do in the feature is what our buddy chris ferguson did in the feature yes yes he did dude where would he come from but i don't know but it was insane and i was just begging for a caution to see what could happen because there was a restart with i don't know 40 or so 40 to go i think it was like 40 and uh it went green pretty much the rest of the way 
Yeah, I think he did, yeah. And Chris started... Ninth or Ninth or something like that around there, yeah. Man, he just started picking them off. And while everybody else's lap times were dropping a tenth here and there, here and there, he was turning his fastest laps of the race in the last ten laps. Yeah, he was running. He ran down faster. Yeah, he he ran down. Um, Chris Madden, mm-hmm. who was in second place, couldn't ever quite because the track track did slick off pretty good. Um, they both run the same groove, on the and they were running the same groove, and it was just it, you couldn't he couldn't get out of that groove to to get around him. So, but regardless, he ran Chris Madden down and was turning. I was showing Sterling. He was turning two a quarter of a second faster mm-hmm. than Brandon Overton. Yep, the last run of the race. I'm like, if there is a caution, this is gonna get interesting. Yeah, I I, I really wanted that. I know he did too, but uh, man, that was that was good to see. You know, <laughs> the the one thing I could say about Chris seemed like as of late, and we've said it before, um, he qualifies great. He dominates his heats always, but it seems like the longer run, the longer races, you know, he'll 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 run great to start of the race, and he'll just start falling off. And um, I'm really glad to see him him perform the way he did in a hundred lap race, Eldor. Yeah. Um, I think he. I don't know. I didn't talk to him about it. I I probably need to. Um, I think he must have really changed his mindset about the setup going into there because always. They go out for hot laps at Eldora, and you see Chris Ferguson shoot to the top of the leaderboard in hot laps. Well, it didn't happen this time. It didn't happen either either night, the Wednesday or Friday night. It didn't happen. He didn't go to the top of the board. He was mid-pack or so. <coughs> and, uh, excuse me, and... But obviously, he worked on his slick setup and his long run speed because when the track slicked off, that's when he had tons of speed. Yeah, for sure. I, he's definitely learned something about uh, throttle control and getting around a slicked off racetrack because he was rolling. Um, so glad to see that. Get him a podium finish. Um, at, at the dream is uh, is nothing to. Uh, be ashamed of for that for sure. He was uh, definitely rolling. So glad to see that, and um, got to hang out with him a little bit too. So that was cool. Um, but man, Overton, dude, I don't know. I <laughs> ain't nobody had nothing for him all weekend. Like you said, no matter what he did, no matter where he went, no matter nothing. I think he made it to the porta potty first all weekend. Though. Oh yeah, he had it. But I mean, he even he even turned a zero into. <laughs> In the uh, nobody turns a zero, no, no, but uh, but anyway, um, after the race, I interviewed him talking about it, and I couldn't hear it all. We were walking to, to the car there, but um, Lanigan started a pole, and he he pretty much controlled the race for a while there, and um, Overton just started coming and picking them off slow and just taking his time and running his running his own line there. and and, uh, and it paid off, and Madden come up and got him a, he got him, he got around him one time there, and he just, he just kept running his own race, and 
got back around him and took on off, and that was it. But, um, man, I think $273,000 or something like that. Unreal, dude. Dude. That's a good payoff, payday weekend, that's for sure. For four days of work. That's a... I would say let's break that down to the hour, but I ain't even going to do it. <laughs> I'd feel bad. Yeah. That's, that's a good day's pay for one day, and then you make it for four days. Yeah. Man, he just, he was on a rail. He couldn't do no wrong. I mean, the only time, the only race he didn't win all week was the first heat on Saturday, and he finished second in it. So you go literally, you literally run five separate races. I mean, we'll count heat races as races. You run five separate races all weekend long. I think is what it was. What he run heat? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And you win four of those. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty stout. Pretty daggone stout. No matter where you at, and you and when you say you're at Eldora and running the dream. Yeah, Woo. I guess the best of the best for sure. So, uh, yeah, hats off to those guys. They got their stuff together right now, and um, they are all clicking together. That team for sure. So, um, glad to see that. And I like I like Brandon too, man. He's just a, he he's just a laid back, just he's a cool guy. You know, chilled out dude. So, um, he got an argument the other day on Facebook with somebody about his flip flops. Yes. It was somebody somebody, somebody nothing, was mad. Somebody has nothing to talk about. Apparently somebody was mad because the man wore flip flops. I was like, I wear flip flops almost every day of my life. Right. <laughs> what what is flip flops hurting you? Well I mean, regardless, what does it matter? <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. Why does this matter to you? I don't care if he wants to wear a Tutu, I mean, well, that might be a little. Weird. I might say something. Okay, about that, yeah, no. might say something. About it. But no, regardless, man. Um, cool guy. Uh, just, just a really laid back dude and and uh, respectful and got a gr- good group of people around him for sure. So that was really cool. Yeah, um, that Wells performance bunch. Woo. Yeah, they are. They're on. They're on their. Uh, they're on the right page right now. So, um, but you know, we'll see what happens with all of it. But uh, really had a good time. Uh, it, it was a quick, quick week, weekend there, but, um, glad we went, glad we experienced Eldora and the dream and, uh, and we just checked another one off for sure. But everybody always told us there when they wouldn't tell us, we looked really hot in our shirts not in a good way. Um, when they wouldn't tell us that they were telling us that the world is always the world 100, always bigger. Why? I the dream know. pays more. I think it's just more prestigious, I guess. It was the first one? I mean, it was. Yeah, it, it came before the dream? The 50th and the 51st, I think, is coming up later this year. So The 51st, then the 50th. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which is weird. The 50th will be on Saturday, um, whenever, this year. But, yes, yeah, so I don't know if that's what it is. I'm not sure. But uh, maybe somebody can answer that for us just listening. I just want to know why it's, why it's bigger than the dream. When the dream's paying 100 and yeah, the dream pays more. $126,000, $127,000 now. And the world's paying, what, fifty? I think. I think it's something like that, yeah. I don't get it. I don't either. I don't at all, man. But um, but regardless, I'd love to see it. 
I would love to see it. I'd love to see sprint cars there at Eldor. I really would. I think maybe next year. I think we need to go to the Kings Royal. I think it's going to be a big sprint car race that we travel to. You know, I mean, I love our late models, man. I'm not, I'm not throwing any shade to them, but we're going to find us a big late model or sprint car race to go to and shake them out because definitely Eldora would be wild around there with them jokers, man. Eldora, you've watched them at um, Williams Grove. Williams Grove, yeah, I've been there. That's wild. Yeah. Like a Martinsville. Yeah, but it wasn't a huge race. Uh, it was pretty big. It was pretty yeah. big, but it, it wasn't. Was pretty big. It wasn't all over there. So right, but I'm just saying it wasn't a uh, Kings Royal or nothing like that. No, I don't know no. what it was. But oh. yeah, yeah, we need to do that. Yep, we'll figure that out. So uh, if anybody's listening, it's got some good um, sprint car race suggestions. The biggest sprint car race of the year. Let us know if if you had it. Your dream race to go to one year. Which one would you go to? Yeah. Let us know. That's sprint cool. car wise. Sprint car, sprint car wise. I'm not going to sprint car race now. I'm not a sprint car guy, so I wouldn't know but about five people there. But Hey. <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't know but two at a dirt track until we are at, at a late model race until we started going there too. So. That's right. So we'll go. We were talking Casey Kane the whole time. Yeah. Casey Kane and Kyle Larson. Hey, there we go. There we go. We, we're good to go. Maybe Rico will show up. I like Rico. Yeah, Rico will be there. We'll figure it out. But anyway, yeah, it was a fun time, man. I really enjoyed it. Uh, glad we went. Um, anybody that have has been wanting to or saving up to or whatever to go to Eldor, keep on saving. Definitely do it. You will not be disappointed. It's a, it's a really, really awesome uh, facility. Um, make sure you go and... Stay for the whole, yeah. Time. That's my only thing. I wish we could just been there the whole time. Yeah, because it was kind of kind of rushed. What we what we had to do and where we had to go and where we, you know, that was kind of that was the only downfall of it. But um, that's just the way it's worked out this year. But that's okay. Um, but definitely try to go and and save save you some time and and some money and uh, go for the whole time. But. Um, I know you said something about him a minute ago, uh, but I will say, Kale and and um, and his whole family, his wife, and everybody, thank you so much for having us uh, come hang out in the very nice motorhome. I ain't kidding. Um, man, that thing was nice. Wasn't it a great day? Very, very. I just want to hang out in there all day because the motorhome was gorgeous. Don't get me wrong; it really was. But I'm gonna tell you what: his air conditioning worked wonderfully. Yes. <laughs> For sure. I was loving that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was really cool to be able to see them. Kel and Teresa, thank you all so much for letting us hang out and park over by y'all and all that fun stuff. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And glad we got to see. Uh, he wasn't in the right spot, though. See, no, he was not in the right spot. It was it was a couple different, couple spots over. But, hey, really cool place, though. I mean, you just, dude, perfect place to park. Walk straight in, straight out. Boom. And we drove right out. I mean, we stayed to the end of the race, walked to the car, drove straight out. Boom, gone. So it was good. Speaking of Kale, real quick, y'all guys, go check out, if you haven't yet, go check out the Blood Eagle Racing Podcast. You'll hear Kale Maven and Tyler Lagard every week checking out all their, talking about all their racing experiences going on and uh, from a little different perspective. So y'all go check them out. 
yeah, definitely do that for sure. But uh, also, I want to thank uh, Randy Keene for hooking us up. Um, we didn't ever get across paths, man. The whole time we were <laughs> no. there, it just it just didn't work out for us. But um, thank you and SRI for hooking us up, uh, getting us up there, and and, and getting us into uh, some good uh, getting us around some good people for sure. So. Uh, Really do appreciate that. For sure. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, as we say it every week, uh, especially you racers, uh, guys, that time of year, some of these tracks are shutting down, especially in the south. They shut down for a little while because it gets so hot. Um, Water shut down. You know you need to pick up a little bit of speed. So uh, head on over to SRI Performance. Go check them out. They can hook you up with whatever you need to make your car a little bit faster because that's what we all want. They got all the parts, products to make it happen. Um, if you're ordering online, be sure to go to SRIPerformance.com. And at checkout, be sure to use promo code CBONE10. The C is in? Chicken. B-O-N-E-1-0 to get you 10% off that time of checkout. So go, uh, go hook yourself up with something nice there. Especially for Father's Day coming up. All you guys need it. Heck yeah. <laughs> Head on over to Stock Car Steel. Also, get all your uh, metal work that you can find here lately because I'm going to tell you what, it's, uh, uh, is metal getting hard to find? <laughs> I mean, it's getting very expensive to yeah, find. That it is that. too. I know they were, uh, they were out of a lot of stuff because it was just. They couldn't get it from their suppliers, but they have been stocked up here lately. So uh, y'all head on over to Stock Car Steel and Aluminum and get yourself hooked up with some new panels, new bodywork, whatever you need over there, and uh, make your car look good again. And check out all the Draco Spring PDFs online at www.sriperformance.com. While you're there, hook yourself up. want to thank also our buddy Earl Ramey. Earl Ramey Racing Engines. Y'all heard him on here last week here. Him and his son, Derek Ramey. Um, I told him they should have went to Del Dor. <laughs> they look for a race up yeah. hard and everything. They're going to Portsmouth this weekend. Yeah. They should be going to something. What's, dude, they're just trying to avoid us. They're going opposite where place. I think they are. I think they are. Earl texted me a little while ago. I think they're avoiding us, though. Pretty sure. <laughs> they're um, avoiding seeing us. They'll talk to us on the phone. They just won't come see us. Yeah, that's what I'm going to tell everybody. <laughs> No. Uh, yeah, they're headed up to Portsmouth this week. Surprisingly, I don't think I've ever heard this year Portsmouth has been underwater. I have it not. No- it normally is every year. Yeah, for sure. They, they got a big thing running sprint cars too this weekend. Yeah, from what I hear, it's a big, big deal up there. They run a little bit of everything. Yep. Um, But anyway, y'all going to see some of that. If you go up to Portsmouth this week, you'll see some of that Earl Ramey racing engine power around that track and that number 91 Longhorn driven by Derek Ramey. Um, But if you want some of that power yourself, give Earl Ramey a call up there at Earl Ramey Racing Engines and he can hook you up with the best of anything. Super Motors, uh, UMP Modified, uh, anything, anything. But he has some of the best selection of crate motors you could ask for. you see these guys winning every week, just as we talked about last week. These guys are on a roll. He's got the crate game figured out right now. 100% perfectly legal. So y'all uh, y'all go check out Earl Ramey Racing Engines. And as we talked about last week, after you uh, get that 
powerhouse in your car, line up some time on his chassis down there whenever he's got open because everybody wants on there. And uh, figure out, you, you get all the bolt-on components you can get up and figure out which one makes the most power out of your car. Y'all guys go check him out. So anyway, something else I want to talk about real quick uh, before we get into any cup racing. We talked about just a minute ago, or just a little while ago, touched on it. Uh, our buddy Derek Griffith was up at uh, New Berlin Raceway in Michigan last week for the Money in the Bank. Brought it home in second place. Had to do some, uh, some, some, I ain't gonna say beating and banging, but he did some, some rooting and gouging a little bit. <laughs> mm-hmm. They were doing it him, so I mean, it was all fair. That's right. Do what all, you gotta all do. All fair man. game. Do what you gotta do. He didn't wreck nobody, nobody spun nobody, nothing like that. It just, it, they, <laughs> some of them boys didn't want to give up spots. Sometimes you gotta make them give up that spot. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, we are proud of Derek bringing it home in second place up there at the Money in the Bank. And I'm going to tell you what, Derek, we've been around him many times, and he never looks, I mean, you know, you're in a race car, so it's going to be a little hot, don't get me wrong, but he never looks just wore out and winded or sweating a ton when he gets out of the car. But I'm going to tell you what, when he got out of that car last week, I was watching it on um, uh, Track Pass, (laughs) when he got out of there, he was about as as red as the nose on his car (laughs) and was... He looked like he he looked like he was you know like the people were telling us that we looked uncomfortably hot in our black shirts. That's how he looked. He was warm, man. I'm telling you. So uh, glad to see him having an awesome run, as he typically does everywhere. So yeah, for sure. Sweet. All right, on to Texas real quick for the All Star race. Um, I'm going to go ahead and throw this out there. I don't even know what you've thought about it because we haven't talked about this surprisingly because normally we talk about everything before we even get on the show. I think, I'm going to give my opinion out there. I think it is a real sad day in the sport of auto racing when you have to invert the field seven times or whatever it was just to possibly have a good on track quality race. Is it my turn? Uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I completely agree with that. Um, I I don't know, dude. It's just like they're trying too hard. Sometimes you try too hard, you don't get what you want. You know. Um. Well, I I, I somewhat think they kind of achieved it. It 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 changed leaders a lot. It put people up front. Well, I think that's what they were trying to do. They were trying to kind of rotate the field around, yeah. let everybody lead a little. What I speak of when I say try too hard to get what you want, you don't get it. I mean fans. Well, yeah, exactly. Um, you, they're trying too hard to try and turn heads and make things exciting for the fans. It's aggravating, in my opinion. If I'm a driver, if I'm a crew chief, I'm aggravated. I'm, I mean, oh yes, it's ridiculous because we saw it every single. Pretty much every single restart, whoever, I'm not going to say restart on the pole. I'm going to say whoever restarted and got the lead out of two. Yeah. Took off. Led the rest of the whole stage. Let me tell you something I thought was funny real fast. 
And it happened with one we've been talking about on here, Kyle Larson. And he said at the end of the race, he was like, man, we were falling back and I thought we were in trouble. Fool crap. I'm going to call BS on it. I listened to him. I'm going to call BS on it because I'm going to tell you what I think happened. I think this was a plan to begin with. They went out, won the first stage. Everybody knew the invert was going to be between 10 and 12. I mean, that was just pretty much given. Mm -hmm. It ended up being 12. So that put him in 12th place. All right. He knew he had two options at that point. Get up, race hard, race really hard, try to get back up front. Mm-hmm. But coming the what was it, the third stage, there was going to be a complete field invert. Mm-hmm. So why not fall farther than halfway back, right, and get put back up front? I agree. I mean, it didn't. I don't know. It didn't sound like that in the, listening to them. But that could have been that could have been their whole plan from the get go. You know before they ever started a race, which I could completely understand and agree oh, with. Oh, yeah, I, I understand it. But he <laughs> said, he said listening to him that in traffic, arrow-wise, he just he got so tight, I mean, he just couldn't do nothing with it. He was just plowing. Plowing, plowing, plowing. One and two, plowing. Um, in traffic. Now, I don't know. But, um, but he was fast. I mean, you could tell he was fast behind people but we're like it, i don't know some of them you could see Brad behind somebody i mean he was strolling bo but i mean oh yeah you couldn't do nothing when you get to him no once you once somebody cleared you and got out in front of you you can't do anything yeah, you could especially with the person that you're trying to pass is running the top running if, the it, uh, whatever it is right uh pj1 yeah the you, only option you had was to hit him yeah. If you want to get around, you're not gonna to go to the bottom and pass them. No, because your cause momentum's that, shot. All they gotta do at that point is pin you down, and you're That's done. It. You're done. So I don't know, Bo. It's just uh, it, doing what Kyle did at that last restart for that ten to go. He had to do that. He knew that because typically whoever was leading out of two led that whole stage. Well, he was still down three and four doing that. So he knew he had to get something done pretty quick there, but I personally, I think they owed it to Bristol to put the All Star race back there again uh, uh, because uh, last year they couldn't hardly have anybody there to watch it. Now, in saying that, they probably couldn't do it at Bristol because they probably still getting dirt off that place. Probably, <laughs> it looked kind of orange from the airplane yesterday. So yeah, just, just saying. Yeah, for sure. Um. But uh, I in saying that, what I am saying is get the all-star race off a mile and a half track. Well, just, I mean, dude, when you try that hard to stage a race to make it somewhat exciting, I mean, you are staging a race. You're trying your best to move people where you think they need to be moved to make it exciting. Well, these sponsors are begging for TV time. That's what they're trying to do. Oh, it's like, I mean, it just really wasn't a whole lot to it. I mean. Wasn't exciting. It wasn't. I didn't see. You know, I'm glad glad Kyle won, but there was nothing to it. The last restart was probably the most exciting of the whole ride. I could have definitely took a nap and watched the last 10 laps. Yeah, I mean, good. And been perfectly good. That's pretty much what I did. Hey, ain't nothing wrong with that. (laughs) 
Um, but yeah, it was just it wasn't that great for me. But um, cool for Kyle. Yeah, very cool. I mean, I, you know, it's awesome. So, I mean, I mean, you play the hand you got dealt, so yeah, they're playing it the best. So hats off to them. I'm just talking about NASCAR well, yeah, in general. Yeah. I'm, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to end on a good note. I oh, guess yeah. you say, but uh, you know, hats off to them and hats off to Hendrick. You know, I even heard listening to Brad, and I'm gonna say something about Fox too, dude. What happened? They had to cut everything short to go to a daggum soccer game. Is that what it was? Because the last, the last race that you're gonna be on Fox. And just cut it off. And you literally don't even interview the winner in Victory Lane. Interview him on the racetrack. And it's only FS1 at that. Yeah. And interview Brad Keselowski and we're gone. I'm like, are you kidding? They didn't interview Chase. They should have interviewed whoever. I mean, this is their last race. You know, have a, have a post-race deal, whatever. Didn't do it. So this, I really hate that. This is why I miss Speed Channel. Oh, yeah, 100%. I like that. But um, but I will say, you know, NBC, they always have that uh, what is it? I can't remember what's called when it's Kyle after and them, the race yeah, night, Kyle yeah. and them had their little yeah. booth down there and they hang out and talk about. You know, I don't know. They might need to Fox. Fox to used to have that. Pay attention. Fox is the one kind of or Speed. I think is the one that started that. Yeah, which turned into Fox. Well, something got to change there because that was crappy. I was kind of wanting to hear yeah. what some of them had to say, but um. They didn't really do because normally they do just kind of big sign off thing for the year for Fox and all they this stuff. They do a whole lot. And just, just kind of gone. We'll see you for. for we'll see you next year. Soccer, maybe. For, um, Jeff Gordon. I don't even think Jeff Gordon's going back. I don't think so either. I don't blame him. But um, I go to Henry full time yeah, major too. Still too. But uh, but yeah. Anyway, Brad, the only one they talked to, um, he just said, you know, he can't. He just can't figure it out. I mean, they just, the speed that they have is unreal. He said their horsepower is insane. And you can, and you can see it going down straight away. Brad be with them coming out the corner and all of a sudden they just pull them to half. I don't four think it's, car lengths. I don't think it's horsepower. I think it's something to do with error they figured out. It's I, insane. Well, it could be. I mean, it could be figured out a way to trim it out to get more speed down straight away. But, I think there's some horsepower there too because just like I said, just that way he they, they were pulling them down the straightaways. Yeah. He could come out the corner on their bumper and every one of the Hendrick cars would just pull him two car lengths at mm-hmm. least down the straightaway. Yeah. Well. So I mean it could be could be some arrow too. Arrow would yeah. make it look like that too. Um Oh yeah, but there's a lot there. They have got something definitely figured out. The Stuart Haas cars are lost. They don't have anything figured out. They are lost, but the only thing they could win was a uh, Eric Amarola won the um, one of the section segments of the um, whatever it's called the, open. The the, the <laughs> yeah the the last the last segment of the open when he won all the, the good cars were out. He won to scramble. <laughs> yeah, as it would exactly be at, as it would be at Eldora. He won to scramble. Yeah, <laughs> Matt Benedetto won the uh, fan, the fan boat. boat. Yep, so. kind of surprising. Kind of surprising. He was going to win it last year, I think, and he won. He he won his way in. So um, I just I'm not going there, but I'm going there. I really kind of figured Bubba Wallace would have got the fan vote. Oh no, uh uh-uh. uh, his his little 
his little clique fans, they've been gone a long time ago because so? they were yeah they were they were all gung ho buy my t shirt I'm gonna stay I'm gonna, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go stand on watch the race and that that's that ended about a week after Daytona, in my opinion they they're gone now yeah that's history I think uh. I think I think Michael Jordan's comment probably hurt Bubba Wallace. Good. At the first year, at the first year, it probably hurt him more than anything. Good. When Michael Jordan was picking around, I guess picking around, he, he said, around. "He said I don't sign checks to losers." Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, yeah, you are. <laughs> I just like to see somebody else in the car and see what difference there is. Is, I would is there a difference? You know, put Eric Jones in that car. Eric Jones would do good in it. I think. Uh, you could put Denny Hamlin in that car, and he would run right where Denny Hamlin's running now, which is up front. Yeah, consistent. Yeah. So, I just want to see the difference because, you know, I mean, we've seen we've seen Bubba run good on occasion. To me, he looked better in his Richard Petty stuff. Well, Eric Jones is running outrunning him. Yeah. With used parts, I mean, apparently, I'm gonna go and tell you they ain't used parts on that 23. Nah, no sir. That's whatever Rest Gibbs has got. That's what that 23 got, got to. So, I don't know, man, but I just think it's kind of funny. But couldn't race his way in and didn't get the fan vote. That's kind of, and I don't. I'm not. I'm not bashing on him. I just like it when I, for whatever reason, I just like a bragger and a and a instigator when they do that. I like to see him. Well, kind of like this year, fall back in it. Yeah, like this year, I could care less. Do not give me. Y'all could start whatever you want if you want to. I don't care. Saying there's some race stuff that we're not liking, whatever, which would be a total line of bullcrap because that is nowhere close to it. We're going off purely off racing and personality. Um, he was at Talladega this year and pushed the microphone away from him pre-race. Stuff like that is when I love to see you run like crap. When you want to be a complete and total butthole, well, yeah, and I then mean, you run like crap. Mm-hmm. I don't feel sorry for you. No, no, I don't either. And that that kind of attitude and that kind of uh, persona, it may work in the NBA or whatever. And maybe maybe Michael Jordan's all for that. I don't see that. Maybe so. But regardless. I don't care if he's for it or not. It ain't gonna work in, in the Cup series. Well he could it ain't gonna work. He could want the LeBron James of the Cup series, but the problem is, is you gotta put up stats like LeBron James. Oh, you definitely do, but but regardless <laughs> regardless. Kyle Bush kinda already took that role. And it didn't get him anywhere. No, not for a long time. And it's it still doesn't work for him whenever he I, had no, to, I don't, when he throws his tantrums as everybody's always called it when all of a sudden that happens i've always said dude it goes way backwards i have and i it does and i've said i've said it and i've said it i've said it if you can't get right with your star player you ain't know nobody around you gonna be right right. your team is not gonna be right and i don't think he's right with it i think he's just trying his best to act and be this person that he's not. I think Bubba Wallace is a good guy. I do too. I think I've he's always a real liked good him. guy. I just think he's trying his best to be somebody he's not. Yeah. Go be Bubba Wallace and get right with yourself, and you're going to see better results. Yep. Period. Yep. 
the end. Yep, I agree. So he went home early. Sorry, Bubba. <laughs> Hate it for you. Yeah, kind of. At least McDonald's. Not really. You guys in some Mickey D's. Well, Ross Chastain was making a McDonald's show Look up good. everywhere. He was everywhere, <laughs> and and uh, uh, Ryan Newman helped him show up from a side view for a little bit he, here. He did. He but, pushed him hard in the one. But I'm gonna tell you what Ross Chastain did. He somehow did not hit a wall. I don't know how he didn't. Because Newman had him all jacked up. Oh, he pushed him in there deep. But um, but yeah, uh, Ross has been performing pretty good here lately, dude. I mean, I know some of it's been road course stuff and it's yeah. another. But they've been, I mean, they've kind of been doing a little bit better. So he's he's good. I like Ross Chastain. There's just something about that. But yeah, it ain't Ganassi Ross. Ride. It's Ganassi. Yes, something wrong there. I and I can't put my finger on it because supposedly they're that is Hendrick 2.0, essentially. Yeah, Maybe they, it's they, just leadership, you know. It could be. I don't yeah, know. It goes a long ways, but. I don't know, dude. There's so many things here and there and yonder for... I mean, dude, a simple sticker would give you a, a tenth and a half. So, I mean... It's proven. What are they doing there to get... You know what I mean? Like, good Lord, that's Haven't a lot. Have some stickers? It wouldn't hurt. <laughs> tenth and a half in the Cup Series go a long, long way. Long that's, way. Like a, that's like a straightaway, bro. <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> oh, good stuff. Yeah, but anyway, it was good, kind of. Going back to Nashville this weekend. Um, first time in a long time. Be cool. I hate it's not short track, but it's, at least it's Nashville. Something different. Concrete, mile and a half. Yeah, it'll be a little bit different. They'll probably yeah. put three gallons of PJ1 on. I don't know. I don't know, yeah. I don't know what they'll do. Yeah. We'll see. Hey, I hope, I hope it's going to be good. My thing is there's a reason they went away from that track. Yeah, yeah. Which there was a reason they went away from North Wilkesboro also, but it just wasn't a good reason they went away from North Wilkesboro. Well, I think they had the stand cap st fan capability at Nashville, so I don't think that's the same reason they left North Wilkesboro. No, exactly. Some good news coming in for North Wilkesboro though. They putting supposedly putting up to like ten million dollars in that track. Mm hmm. So might be. Might be something coming on there. Who knows? Well, I promise you, they ain't putting $10 million in it to go back and run a late model race here and there. Not doing that. No. They're doing they, it for they other things. They want NASCAR. They may do still do some late model racing, but it's As not they should. Going, There's yeah. a lot of NASCAR tracks that I think should do some late model racing. Yeah. They I, just don't want to do it because it's it, it makes cup cars look frowned upon because the late models outrun them all day long. Exactly. I think, I think Bristol needs to run almost monthly. I wish late they model would. Show. Why don't they? What is the I don't know. Dag that, I think Martinsville needs to run like monthly late it's model show. One race. We need to go to that race one day at 300 Lever. That'd be cool. Josh yeah. Berry, good win it. Yeah. 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 There's a few tracks I think that happen. But anyway. Oh. Um, I think we're going to get to it next week. I'll run down a little bit more. Our uh, buddy uh, Cole Vanderheiden ran his. Long stretch of races this past week. and uh, Weird and teared on them a little bit. Weird and teared on them a little bit. And we're going to get into it next week since we uh, have run so much time here. But anyway, guys, as always, speaking of them, want to thank Forward Bike. As always. 
Yep, was that? Yeah, for sure. For sure, for sure. I know they're uh, probably a little wore out from the past Ooh, week, ready think, to get back. And, I think I'd be ready to sleep for about a week after all that. Yeah, that's tough, for sure. Tough, tough, tough. But uh, as always, guys, SRI Performance Stock Car Steel and Aluminum, Draco Springs. Want to thank our buddy Randy King with RK Motorsports Consulting along with SRI there for hooking us up every week, helping us out as much as they can and as much as they do always. Um, we appreciate them. Um, Earl Ramey Racing Engines. want to thank Earl. Also, he tried to help us out a lot this week. Ain't gonna lie, we we I'll tell you all this. We we tried to get Brandon over to Nona show. And Earl was kind of our our middle guy. Tried to do that. Couldn't make it work. But he tried real hard, so I really do appreciate it. Yeah, appreciate it, Earl. You the man. For sure. Definitely the man. So we appreciate Earl. Y'all go check out Earl Ramey Racing Engines for all your racing engine needs for any application. And I mean any application. All of them. Go check them out. Checkered, the race hub. Y'all check Checkered out. Get on Checkered while you can. It's all racing all the time. New, great social media platform. It's awesome. Y'all check it out. We're on there. You get on there. <sighs> RMAC Solutions. Yes, sir. Once you go get you some... uh some steel from stock car steel and aluminum. Ooh. You got to have you some equipment to be able to do some fab work. There you go. On that steel. There you go. Go check out our mass solution guys. They got all kind of different things there to help you out with uh, fabricating needs of any sort. Um, like we said, all like we always say fab uh, welding, plasma cutting, you name it. They got it. Uh, CNC machines, whatever they got it all go check them out uh if you got equipment already they can get you spare replacement parts for your equipment you can buy you some uh some used equipment from them they'll go get it set it up for you get it running for you show you how to work that thing whatever you name it they'll do it so go check out them for sure and uh give them some love man for sure when you make some pretty welds or pretty cuts but your equipment from RMAC Solutions. Go post it. When you're doing it on the material from Stock Car Steel, then go post pictures of it on Checkered. Exactly. It all just comes back together. It's all big family. And then once it, if that's a race car you're working on, then you got to put an Earl Ramey racing engine in it. Full show. You got to do that regardless. And wear you a Ford bike t-shirt while you do it. Yep. And you send us that picture of all that. We'll make that our new profile picture. That'll be us. <laughs> Got a lot to do, though, so get on it, people. Oh, guys, we appreciate y'all hanging out with us this week. It's uh, been a fun one. We had fun this week, and I uh, hope y'all did, too. And hopefully we will see y'all at a racetrack soon. And I think I am out. Later. Later.